1: The comedy and the money, money. Baby.
2: money. How much In you can pay? Mind. And his partner, the top
0: end of Stevenson, from Echo City to Beef Community Centre. I've got stories that are gonna blow your mind.
1: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rab Florence and it is a very exciting episode of Wrestling Daft this week because I am on my own in the middle of the ring and I am waiting for Grado to arrive today. The hot tag, he is a working man. He is working away, filming Two Doors Down. They're still filming it. This. All I've got to say, John. Producer John is here. Hello. John, this show better be amazing. You know what I mean? Because it feels like they've been filming it for about 100 years. Poor sitcom. We we filmed that in four weeks. Bang, done. Yeah. All I can guess is they've had to be rewriting it and all that because they're like, oh man, this is like. Uh, they heard had the Scots on the way. They heard the
2: Scots are on the way, man. That's that's what it is. It's like the WWE creative team, man. You know, they're seeing what AEW going. Oh fuck, we've got to rewrite that now.
1: That's it. You but, know, Scots yep. are
2: on the way. That is just, just like I would say, Rap, If that means that you're like the Tony Khan of the oh. Scots,
1: oh. and oh. you don't, know, listen, don't don't ever. Sorry. No, don't say that. There's only one Tony can. Um, there's only one Tony can. Oh, Where chant from tony there? Tony can. There's only one Tony can. Tony can. me army. I'm all done. There's only nice. one Tony can. One Tony can. There's only one Tony can. Tony can. I like that. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Tony can.
2: Yeah, Tony can can. He's our man. He
1: can do anything. He can 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 can. Katie, can can k e k can can k e k can. Tony, Tony there's can. only one Tony can. Have you anyway. been enjoying
2: AEW this week? Then have you? What Maybe. What's Tony can done this week, which has been you've you found impressive?
1: About them, mate. It's just everything. Ever. I was, you know, I was watching last week. I was watching, uh, you know, the the billionaires going into space. You know, I mean, Richard Branson, oh, all that. And Jeff I Kills. was
2: watching that. It was a fascinating woman that went in. Uh, she sounds like she should be in chic. Her name was Wally Funk, and she was an eighty-two-year-old female astronaut who got kicked out of the sp- uh, space program in the sixties for being a woman. And your man Bezos took him in his penis-shaped rocket up to mm-hmm. space. And she was 82, and I thought, go on, go on, for good for you. you There's only
1: what one, what was her name? Wally Funk. Wally Funk, one Wally Funk. There's only one yep. Wally Funk.
2: I mean, it's a big thing taking... Wally the... Funk. Barmy army. Uh, you know, taking an 82-year-old into space, though, it's a bit
1: of a risk, isn't it? It's a bit of a risk, isn't it? All I could think is that he took her in, in case they needed, in case something went wrong and they needed something to eat.
2: Oh, I should get you the wee tin, of those sweeties that you used to get when the motorway service. No, I'm meaning her, i mean in her, all right, all right, her, all right. I you thought think you meant, somebody at the, end of, life, at the end of their life She's at the end
1: of their life, and so if, if they end up having to start turning to cannibalism, which ah. does happen in space, these grandchildren have
2: sandwiches and trips and stuff, so you explain, you know, you do you want wee sandwich, you want wee sucky sweet, you know.
1: But yeah. I was looking at these billionaires going into space and I was thinking to myself. <laughs> Well, they think this is like, it wasn't even really space they were going into, you know what I mean? It's really defined really in different ways. There's different definitions, mm-hmm. right? Um, but they were going up there, and I was thinking to myself, should I start a the wrestling promotion, boys? And, you know, if you wanted to, maybe he's going to be chanting Richard Branson. Maybe he's going, there's only one Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and although I have to say, there has been uh, times that have been caught short, people's birthdays and stuff like that, and I have been saying there's only one Jeff Bezos when fucking Amazon's had to bring me something <laughs> at short notice. However, let's move on. Right. Uh, check out this pitch for Daniel. Right. Right. Okay. Right. AEW Chicago. Lights go down. Audience on their feet. Silence. Nothing's happening. Then static. <coughs> Cult of personality. Place. Yeah. The roof of the place comes off. Church yeah. bells ring. World peace. MJF walks out. No survivors. That would be beautiful. That would be fucking beautiful. (laughs) It's been done too many times, though, isn't it? It's been done. done. Sorry, I do like the image of that, but it's been done. Darth Sean reckons that shoot Hugo did on Toby was very similar to the one Cena did on Reigns on Monday on Love Island. Did you see Hugo suddenly just turning heel on Toby the like,
2: recoupling. Now, this, this is this is uh, something that I have seen from Love Island. Um, two Scottish boys have went in now, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. one, one here is an exclusive for you, Rab. One, uh, Stephen Purden, you know, who does football daft, Shellsuit Bob from River City. Uh, I do know Mr from Stephen from Purden, Scottish yes. soap opera for our uh, foreign listeners. Um, he, his wife, uh, is cousin's son, is one of the boys that went in, your man Dale.
1: Oh, there you go. There you Stephen Pudden, you heard the year first, Stephen Pudden's son yeah. is on Love Island. Yep. Yeah. son, what was his name, Dale Pudden? Dale. Purtin?
2: Dale, um, Dale Pudden, DP,
1: yeah. we yeah. like to call him, we like to call him DP, no, no, double no. penetration, we like to call him. Um, he is on Love Island, he's that must be paid. So I mean, Stephen Pudden, um, when, you know, the day the bat- they stay in, the parents come on, so Stephen Pudden could be on Love Island talking to his son.
2: It's not really his son. It's his, co- oh God, it's his wife's
1: cousin's son. But then there's a there's a backstory there as well. I don't quite. It Must wrote. be weird though, because like when you think about that boy Dale Purden, he <laughs> has came up and his dad's been a celebrity in River City and stuff like that, right? And maybe he's been feeling, I need to make my dad proud, go on the Love Island, make my dad proud of me.
3: Yeah.
1: What would you do to make your dad proud, I'll tell you what you would do to make your dad proud, make him properly proud. I can tell you somebody's done it as well. Who what? For a wrestling promotion. That's it. Take on Vince. It. But that was the, That's, the, that's the what the Tony Khan's doing. Aye, that's the only bit of love I own. Yeah, that's done. what fucking Vince did. Oh, Vince did it, I know. Aye. Vince did impress his dad. He took your Tony, Tony Khan. I think Vince McMahon is sitting looking at Tony Khan and going, I wish I could horn WWE at him. <laughs> I'm telling you.
2: Aye. <laughs> Guitar.
1: There's only one Tony Khan one Tony can. Adam says this week on NXT Wade Barrett name drops Mixu Patalining. <laughs> I didn't notice that. If i are not singing the song next week, we'll be disappointed. Hope he dropped the reference during the finish. Finish, <laughs> good, very good. Well done. That's Adam. actually Coach Tripp that sent that in. Uh, was it big shamer? Yeah, it was shamer that uh, sent that in.
2: And it was yeah, Grado has. I used to have a had a song uh, to mix with Pat which went on lines of Big Mixu the Big Mixu. So maybe if you're listening and you're in the NXT audience, I think it's a Jason DeRue song something from TikTok. But if you're in the NXT audience and you listen to this podcast, perhaps you could get a chant of Big Mixu do
1: do next week. That would be brilliant. That would be absolutely brilliant. Sandy flags up another uh, excellent example of wrestling being used for transfer news with Mr. Kennedy's ring announcement being used to single signal Kai Kennedy signing for Dunfermline. A lot of that's going on now. A lot of this is going on now. I think someone has caught on or
2: listened to this podcast, has seen the, the synergy between wrestling and Scottish football. We've had Chris Kane, who signed for St. Johnson. We had Kane going up in the ladder to grab the money contract, which signaled his uh, re-signing of his contract at St. Johnston. Mm-hmm. And now we have Mr. Kennedy, Kennedy, who's also been on this uh, show, go back and listen to it on the archives, being used by Dunfermline. Amazing.
1: Unbelievable. and more football wrestling news, Stro- football stroke wrestling news, John Mitchell flags up an anomaly on Twitter and asks the question, why is John Cena following Queen of the South? This is genuine. I looked into this. John
2: Cena follows the Dumfries Football Club Queen of the South on Twitter. And I can't, for the life of me, work out why. The only thing I can think of is that one of the former players did a RKO on one of their other players as a goal celebration.
3: Oh,
2: now that's the only thing I can put because I think that went quite big and viral. That uh, they did the RKO and Randy Orton liked it and retweeted it. That is the only thing I can think of why John maybe
1: speaking. he thinks he's following Jimmy Hart's wife. <laughs> there you go. We're wrestling joke here for you. Let's get political now. Daniel spotted a tweet for the former Prime Minister aide and Bernard Castle optical expert, Dominic Cumming, and it was entitled Breaking Kayfabe. Answers to some common questions Read my, my BBC interview. So that's, that's Daniel stepped in for us and asked, Dominic, your latest email is titled Breaking Kayfabe. Does that mean you're a wrestling fan? If so, the rate grade one, would you be willing to go in the Wrestling Daft podcast running? No reply yet. Uh, but that would be fascinating, wouldn't it, to get Dominic Cummings in? But somebody else asked who his favorite wrestler was, and he tweeted back that it was the Undertaker.
2: Yes, I did see his tweet. This is a, a thing, so it appears that Cummings is a wrestling fan, or you know, I mean, if you, if someone, but the thing is, if anyone in the street go like you ask you who's your favorite wrestler, they'd go for Hulk
1: Hogan or the Undertaker because they're the kind of most famous ones, aren't they? So I'm seeing breaking kayfabe though. That's quite. Uh, wrestling fanny thing you know what, I
2: mean? what would you ask Cummings if he came on this podcast we've had a politician on before remember we had the, your man yeah and
1: it was a very good episode
2: it was a very good episode so he's not really a politician he's like you know the man behind the man kind of idea but
1: what would you want to know from Cummings if he came on here that would be an interesting one. But I, th- I feel like this is, this is the, sh- the kind of show he could come on and I wouldn't be surprised if he did. So let's, let's try That's and make African that
2: happen.
1: Um, Johnny Poppa says, Johnny Poppa, Johnny Poppa got in touch. And Johnny Poppa said, maybe I was just really hung over when I watched it, but the Roman Reigns promo on SmackDown gave me huge Sopranos vibes. Acknowledge me, screams Tony Soprano. Heyman's V comment and the reflections in Reigns' voice reminded I'm a Polly Walnut's. Interesting point there for Johnny Popper. Any other wrestling moments that you felt are, 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 were influenced by telly or film? Uh, and also, Johnny Popper would like to propose a new name for me, Rab, Tony Stan. Duty is adoration of Mr. Can. I'm a Tony Stan. That's a quite good. I quite like it, Tony Stan. I quite like it. I'm yeah. happy to be called Tony Stan. Um, any wrestling stuff in, that felt inspired by films? Well, There's a lot of it, isn't it? Fucking everything. 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 I mean, look at your. Sting's fucking entire second half of his career was inspired by The Crow and then The Joker when he was in uh, TNA. I mean, The Fiend, you've got to
2: look at, you know, what they're doing with the mm. Fiend. I mean, Alexa Bliss is clearly the kind of Harley Quinn character. We've got your man Dexter Loomis, who's clearly a map to Dexter the guy, and he comes mm-hmm. out to us a, a theme that sounds like Stranger Things. I mean, the thing is with Vince, though, right? It appears like, you know, we've got the kind of Game of Thrones, with Scarlet, she's almost like the Red Witch. It, like, Vince seems to get into a TV show about ten years after everybody else, and then
1: brings the gimmick to when it's a bit done. Vince McMahon doesn't watch teleprograms. There's (laughs) no way that guy who's that busy watches teleprograms. I think sometimes he goes to somebody, what is this? What is this everybody's banging on about? Explain it to me in like five minutes. Give me the five-minute general overview of what it is. It's different from Tony Khan. Tony Khan would watch the whole season. He would watch the season. He would get into it. He would understand the characters. He would understand the, the intertextual relationship between the themes and the concepts. In the show, and then he would build from that. And right. if you want to get in touch with us about any of that stuff or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us friend at WrestlingDaft at gmail.com. Now, every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling, the undertakers for the under fakers. Should be the other paper. It's under fake. History. No, no, no. I no, but I s- don't correct me there, John, because uh, I said we separate the good for the bad. I swapped I that. Yes. And then, I, then I made sure it made sense. Uh, some- I'm a professional, John. I'm a professional. Uh, I'm all at like George uh, Bowie. You don't need to go, George. I need to step in here. I need to uh, correct. I true. am. Come on. But so, I, someone, someone made a valid point on Twitter to me this week saying I get
2: really confused because the way I've got the graphic for Burry or Put Over, it's Burry then Put Over, but it should really be wheat from the chaff, so it really should be Put Over Burry. So I kind of
1: confuse matters there for everyone. So just don't worry about it, John. Apologies for that. Don't Apologies worry about for it. that. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody's Everybody's turned off by now anyway. Aye, aye, Nobody's aye. listening past. Basically, people turn on the podcast and they listen to hear if they get a mention on it and the opening bit. If they don't get a mention, they'll let ass. Aff, right see. I said, I'm not going to fucking sit and listen to a guy going like that. There's only one Tony can for, for a whole fucking episode. They're not doing it. They just don't right. want to do it. John, uh, anything you want to put over or bury, Johnny? What did you like? Do you know what? I've not seen a lot of wrestling this
2: week, I have to admit. Um, the bits and bobs that I have seen, I don't... I mean, going back to the Carrying Cross thing um, from last week, which we're discussing... He's turned back up at NXT and apparently everyone started chatting Hardy, Hardy at him. I mean, that just goes to show, you know, like they put him on the main roster, Jeff Hardy's got the pin from him and then suddenly that's the, you know, he's went back to NXT and he, you know, how do you build a character back up who's maybe indestructible and then he goes on to the main roster. Now, they're all seen as like one company and NXT's his third brand and I keep going on about it, but... It's just completely fucked him. I, I mean, he's, it looks like they the setting up a match with him and Joe. Oh, I would like to put over, actually, that, that I would really want to put over the promo between Joe and Regal at the start of NXT because it was just brilliant seeing two old pros
1: just jousting it out in the ring. And I really, really enjoyed that. Um, okay. Well, I want to. Oh, just to ask a question, though, no, I didn't see a cross on. NXT was he back with Scarlett on NXT
2: Uh, it was kind of yes but he kind of was out. it was kind of Vignettes he choked out uh, Dex Regal and choked out Regal obviously at the time of recording I haven't seen this week's episode of NXT Uh, it was last week's episode so I've got a bit of catch
1: up to do there gotcha Uh, gotcha gotcha I want to put over Baron Corbin who I think has been no I would like to make clear I would like to make clear to everyone out there, that I have always been praising Baron Corbin for his work. Yeah, and John, haven't I always said? Yeah, have you have? He's a great heel. Whatever he gets given, he do. He does it really well. And I think this this new gimmick he's got, cool. I think he's really. I think it's great stuff. I think it's great stuff. He's really invested in it. He, I just love his look and all that. I think it's uh, it's funny. I think and it's, it's good
2: pro wrestling. It's good pro wrestling. Like, I've went on weeks and weeks about the LA and I and Cameron Grimes stuff. It's just good pro wrestling. It's good storytelling. It's progressive. It's fun. It's just what you want on the telly, isn't it?
1: And he's good. Baron Corbin is just yeah, he is he's just good at, at, at being whatever he needs to be. Uh, I'm very impressed by him. I like him in the ring as well. I like I like I like him in the ring. I know. Um, what else do I want? I want to talk about a uh, Sting and Orange Cassidy. Oh um, yes, yes. Sting. What you think about. Oh, I loved
3: it. You loved, I loved it?
1: it. Yeah, I like Orange Cassidy anyway. I said this to you before. I like Orange Cassidy. I like his thing. I think his thing is funny. And seeing a guy like Sting. Um, the pound on yeah. his chest bit was just fucking funny as anything. The
2: pitter-patter, the pitter-patter, uh, Aye. It was, it was It was brilliant. I, I really enjoyed it. Really. Um,
1: enjoyed. I just, there was a guy, you know, and you get people like the Jim Curnettes of the world. I'm tired of mentioning this guy's oh. name, but, um, you know, slagging off Orange Cassidy and the thing he does, and know that, and, you know, quite frankly, if it's good enough for fucking Sting, then it should be good enough for a fucking deadbeat no-mark like Jim Curnette. <laughs> no, the partners, John wants to bury Keith Lee, being treated as a jobber since he returned. He's been shafted. Wonder why he was after eight months. And wants to put her MGF. The guy's one of the best in the business. I think everybody agrees that MGF is one of the best in the business right now. Kev wants to put her Bobby Lashley. Looks like an absolute monster and is a great WWE champion. I've got a funny, I've got a blind spot with Bobby Lashley. I kind of feel like he. I think Bobby Lashley has too kind of face. <laughs> I Genuinely, I'm, I'm serious here. It's but, an issue I've always had with him. I've kind of... See Lesnar, right? Lesnar can play that kind of monster heel because you kind of look at him and you kind of go, oh, I kind of feel like he's maybe not a very nice guy. You aye, know what I mean? Aye, aye,
2: aye. You know, he
1: might be a lovely guy, but the fact of the matter is when, he, when he's in the ring and he's conducting himself, you think to yourself, fuck, oh, man, he looks like bad news. Bobby Lashley kind of has carries a vibe of being a nice guy, but am I just, I, I'm just—I'm not completely sold on him being that. Obviously, he's a huge guy, a strong, dominant guy, but as a as a you know as a threat of a villain, the threat of violence—I don't know if I completely buy it.
2: Yeah, I, I I like Bobby Lashley though. I like it. I just got to spot up. I thought they pulled the trick. You know, the Hart Locker thing was great. Yeah, it was really good. And Cedric Alexander and uh, Shelton were brilliant with him. But it was just like, why did they spot that up? But yeah, I can still see the kindness in Bobby's eyes.
1: Sometimes I feel. Here's my theory, right? right. About you know, everybody always goes. Why did they break this thing up? It was just getting good. Why have they split it up already? I think that Vince doesn't want to have too many of these, you know, something like the New Day, for example. Yeah. It's so big and it's so great and it's so over that you can't break it up. But see, see other stuff that comes rising up. I don't think Vince ever wants to be in the position again, ever again, where his company could live or die by the departure of a number of stars who are bigger than the company, which was the situation he was in in the Monday Night Wars era where, pers- you know, personnel leaving could really take the legs out for under a promotion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I kind of feel that Vince has, has he has in his head now this feeling like nobody's going to be bigger than the WWE. Like nobody's going to be bigger than the WWE. I think even the focus on the WWE universe of being, you know, it's all about you, it's all about the WWE universe. Even that, like the focus being on the fans, it's you that's important. It's the WWE fans is important, as even that is like a kind of change in the narrative so that you know we never again have these big stars who could walk away and join an AEW, and it, you know, it critically hurts us, you know, it's a fatal wound. So I think sometimes when he sees things doing well and rising up, he kind of goes to his cell. This is really getting over. Um, take big game um, Rusev, for example. You know when he was coming up, Rusev Day and all of that, and then he, you know, and then he knocked the knees out under that. He seemed to he seemed to cut that shot for no reason, really. And sometimes I think to myself, it's just like we don't need this guy to be super over. You know what I mean? We don't need him to be super over. We don't want loads of people in this company that are super over, and one or two of them could fucking leave and be super over somewhere else.
2: Well, what about Daniel? I mean, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are obviously super over. And Mm -hmm. obviously CM Punk has issues with the company. Daniel Bryan left. I don't know the reason behind that. But, you know, could that be... I mean, everyone says, could this be the swing of the pendulum like it was when Nash and Hall jumped? I also had a really really good fan theory on, like, they should do an Outsiders gimmick with Bryan and CM Punk and that would be fucking ace.
1: Honestly, um... Almost feels bananas to be saying this, right? Because I love, right? I love Big Sexy, Kevin Nash, right? And I want to put over that interview you had with Stone Cold, by the way. I watched it and I really enjoyed it. Um, Could listen to the guys talking forever. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: But it's an interesting thing when, when Diesel and Scott Hall leave the WWF and turn up in WCW and the impact that that had of that happening at the time, and then people talking about you know could you know Daniel Bryan and CM Punk going in? No, it wouldn't have anywhere near the same effect. I don't think them going in because wrestling fans only, wrestling fans are only daft they're, and, and and they're smarter now than they ever were. And no matter how much we love Daniel Bryan, and no matter how much you know people out there love CM Punk we know that they're kind of done. You know what I mean? We know that they're kind of towards the end of their career. Daniel Bryan probably has some mere amazing matches in him, right? CM Punk, we don't know if if he has mere amazing matches in him. That's We don't know that. But them turning up in AEW, you know, would be big. It would have absolutely, I don't think it would move the needle very much at all in a mainstream, um, you know, from a mainstream point of view, I don't think it's going to move the needle really Right. The thing about the thing about when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall jumped to WCW at the time was it was a different time. They were you know WWE were, was on its, WWF was on its arse though a bit at yeah. that time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a different time. And the difference is people kind of believed it. You know. Like, people kind of believed that If Daniel Bryan and CM Punk went with all the drama that's followed CM Punk, there's almost like there's no there's magic or mystique about CM Punk turning up somewhere. It's it, all, all that any wrestling fan will know in their heart is, you know, finally he's decided to agree a contract with somebody and, you know, aye, they, aye, and the aye. MMA didn't work out and all that. There's no magic and no mystique. There were people at that time, during the Monday Night Wars, when the outsiders went to WCW who genuinely believed that WWF guys had turned up to, to, to try and destroy WCW for the inside. Yeah. And and it's that you kind of get back. You kind of get that back. No, you're right. There's only one Tony Khan, though. <sighs> um, Paul wants to put over WWE and things right on NXT with the Million Dollar Man, Ellie Knight and Grimes. They flipped the coin for SmackDown. Baron Corbin, that's bad luck gimmick. He's nailed it. Since losing the King gimmick, he's had his car repoed, lost most of his money in cryptocurrency, hired a guy to be a crowdfunder. The guy took the cash and stole his identity. Entertaining. Great storytelling. Looking forward to seeing where it goes. Good to hear some praise for Baron Corbin. And Paul wants to bury WWE for tampering with the crowd no, he's Clearly cheering Sami Zayn and singing his theme in Roman last week too, and then it magically stops. The Thunderdome's done. Let the fans cheer who they want. This is the danger with WWE realising, you know, they can all well, we can play about with production a wee bit more than we, we used to. But that's always happened, hasn't it? It's, it's always, always happened. happened. It's always happened, but there will definitely be, a, I think, a wee bit of feeling within the WWE production team that, oh man, remember when the fans were there? Like, oh, that was that was quite good when we could kind of control <laughs> what the story was. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. yeah there will yeah. be a wee bit of that. And, and I'm a wee bit surprised, actually, that, I'm a wee bit surprised that Vince didn't either create a new show or decide that one of the shows was going to happen in the Thunderdome and keep that for, mm-hmm. like, you know, keep an element of that because, you know, the fans in attendance come and see the live shows and we get the we get the fans there, but we want to keep telling stories and, uh, you know, allowing people for their homes to zoom in in the Thunderdome as well and, and get that experience. He could have sold it like that. And there would have been a show where he was able to control you know, the the response a wee bit mer and stuff like that. You know, you wonder you wonder if he'll start to miss it a wee bit. Um, Gosh, he wants to put to just how good it is to have crowds back, just how much more watchable wrestling is with a proper atmosphere, and put all the new titan trons on Raw and SmackDown. You know, I wants say bury how much WWE failed to push a storyline its full potential and rushing them through too much. Well, you can say that, but the Roman Reigns storyline has been handled beautifully, I think. And it has been pushed to its full potential and they're taking their time and it's really working out. Roche Boy Roche Boy puts through AEW possibly signing, signing Punk and Brian. I know I shouldn't believe it until I see it but if it turns out to be true it could be the final piece of the puzzle for them we might see the whole Nash invasion moment of this era and what's the bury all the wee Mark sending Brian abuse on social media about the possible move Brandon branding him a traitor apparently 11 years of service and you're turning his brain into scrambled egg for our enjoyment isn't he being loyal I think if you're Daniel Bryan you want to go to AEW, didn't you? You want to go to AEW and have some cracking matches with some of these guys, you know.
2: There's a real separation. I've not. I've noticed this really like built. There's a real separation now built between AEW fans and WWE fans. I mean, I'm just a fan of wrestling. I watch. I'll watch anything, but there is. It's like you're you're either WWE or AEW now. There's a kind of line being put down the middle. I was speaking to guy Sean who listened to the, used to listen to the show all the time, and I said, "Where have you been?" He tweeted today. I says, ah, oh, you know, you guys do a lot of WWE stuff and it would just go over my head. And I'm just like, oh, but it's still, it's wrestling. Just put it on, enjoy it, you know, especially what, um, you know.
1: Aye, true. But uh, aye. But you're Tony Khan I mean, anyway, so it's only one. Daniel point. Bryan, Daniel Bryan going back, you know, going into AEW, you just know that's something he would want to do because he, he loves wrestling, you know what I mean? And he, he won't care about the money. He won't care about any of that. What Daniel Bryan will want is some more great matches before he finishes up. And he'll want to wrestle some new people that he's no wrestled before or no wrestled in a while. And that's why I want... I mean, we know, listen. CM Punk does not love wrestling. No. Do you not think? I don't, I don't think CM Punk loves wrestling. I don't think you love wrestling and sat out for as long as he sat out he doesn't love it hmm. he doesn't love it i don't think maybe i'm wrong maybe he did it one time you know maybe he got souled on it but i don't think so i think that guy that guy's there for a payday if he comes to AEW. you know what i mean whereas i think daniel bryan is there to make some to cement his legacy you know uh, Giza Gobbledegooker puts over Roman Reigns promo on Cena last Friday night Ellie Knight and Grimes Butler angle on NXT is just wonderful Reginald's hidden trampoline entrance Sin kind Cara of off, but he does it with style and he wants to bury Raw it's just no enjoyable to try to watch three years of that shit every week it's too it's I can't believe it's still three years it's too it doesn't work no. Colin wants to bury Nikki Cross on Raw lovely girl but the gimmick sucks he says and wants to put mm. her Punk and Brian who will be absolute needle movers <laughs> Amazing. So, obviously, the punters totally disagreeing with what I'm saying here. Dale, no burying anybody this week. Just glad the fans are back. But he's 100% putting on Paul Heyman. The guy is comically on another planet. I'm singing Cena's entrance theme. Have
2: you seen this, Rob? Yeah, Yeah. I'm singing. So, you have seen this. Yeah, if if you haven't seen it yet, I was going to play a clip there. But if you haven't seen it, go and check it out because I won't do it justice by playing the audio. Paul Heyman singing John Cena's entrance music. Absolutely brilliant. You just made the list!
0: It's the hot tag and look who's ran into the ring. It's Credo He sent it, John Boy. Listen, uh, how's it
2: been tonight? It's been a fantastic show so far, Grado. You missed so much chat. I mean we can go back and let's let's look at some of the chat you've missed out on. Uh, we talked about yeah, uh, No no, we talked about Wade Barrett, apparently mentioned Mixu Patalinen on NXT. <laughs> the other day there.
0: Oh, would that be due to these links at uh, uh, Preston? Mixed Park He played play, for I. at big Preston fan. He played now. for Bolton though, didn't he? Bexley Park line. I played for Bolton. I played for Preston, but he knows all. me, he knows all the obscure stuff. I remember talking to him about football world of sport, man. Yeah, he uh, likes the Rangers anyway.
2: That's sort all of matters. All oh, right, okay. Uh, Adam Adam Shame uh, Coach Trip uh, told us this, and he says that maybe we should get the NXT um, audience to learn the Mixu Patalinen song, which we sing on football Daft.
0: Right, and then and then what, uh, to, to, to 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 what name to who?
2: Well big, big mix Big
0: mix. Big mix. Oh right, because we'd How the hell did they, did he how the hell did he why did he bring him up?
2: I've no idea. No idea, but uh, I didn't see it. A couple other things you missed out on Grey No, hold do on, do you know
0: what I just do you know what the funniest thing I ever heard on off the ball one day when somebody texted and maybe you know we they puns, they they puns as well and they, were, uh-huh. and they were doing like the drug the drugs eleven. <laughs> right, back to pat a pat, you know? It was uh, somebody. Somebody suggested Mixus not aligning. Brilliant. D- did they read that out? He did.
2: That's very risky for the BBC, isn't it? Um, a couple of other things uh, you missed. John Cena follows uh, Queen of the South on Twitter. We don't know why, but it's interesting. Um, Dunfermline said, "Kai Kennedy." I think he was a Rangers player at one point, and he used Mister Kennedy for uh, that chat.
0: I saw that. That was funny, but. The John Cena hang. I mean, how many folk does he follow? Does he? Does he know follow like six hundred and fifty thousand people? Well, I, I used to know. laugh at wrestlers that would do, they would go and post a screen grab and go, "Oh my God, John Cena follows me." <laughs> does he follow you? Obviously, I don't, I don't even know, but I remember just seeing other wrestlers getting a notification and and screenshot screenshotting and going, putting on their own Facebook, and I thought, "Oh my God, the usual suspects." But Bla- David Blaze, definitely done it. <laughs> uh, other things
2: we've talked about. Dominic Cumming appears to be a wrestling fan. Are you a fan of Dominic Cumming?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know a, a, lot, a lot about him. That was a geezer that blamed his eyesight, didn't he? That's, um, right. That's right. But uh, do you know what? It doesn't surprise me because we well, should have had that mad fucking politician on that long ago. He was drinking it. He was You got know right. what I mean? So, yeah.
2: Okay. So we've, we've kind of missed out on that. We talked a bit about the buddies and putovers, talked about what's going on, but uh, that was all wrestling chat. You really wouldn't been interested in that. But we're doing the list yeah. of wrestling daft now, right? And this is something I think you're going to be interested in, right? So basically, we got everyone to go on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and vote on what they wanted to talk about this week right now. I put up one and I put up another one dedicated to you, right? So it was off the back of the news that CM Punk might be coming to AEW. I said, right, what's CM Punk's best moments, right? So put that up against what are the best wrestling video packages? Now, I think this is something that you'll enjoy talking about. And with 73% of the vote, it was the best video packages that won Gradle.
0: Well, you know what? The video packages are one of the best things about wrestling because I, Honestly, I think that wrestling video packages 20 year ago. I think we guys that were that, that watched it when they were young, who have went on to work for the likes of yeah, Satanta and <laughs> BT and <laughs> BBC. I reckon that they all get inspiration for the likes of these videos because and you never got these 20 years ago. No, you're right. And with the amount, with the amount of thought, I'm telling you, they paved the way they paved the way for all these uh, music videos that now spice up basically everything. Well, Um, we had
2: um, one of our early episodes, go back and check it out, David Sahadi, who you're a big fan of and did all, he had some really interesting chat about that,
0: didn't he? Oh, well, he did, because he apparently was the guy who created a Summona 17 video, which is obviously the majority of folks number one, but I don't know if I've ever said during the show, probably never, and I don't mind saying it now because they will never fucking listen to this podcast but you know a lot of people because <laughs> I would bring up the, the, the Wrestlemania 17 video package to him and a lot of folk back and dildo, uh, TNA went he's talking shit." <laughs> <laughs> but- <laughs> he, he, he just you know I mean he might have done something for it but he never put it on there, which could be wrong which could be wrong I don't know but you know the Sahadi loving with everybody uh, I mean when I, when, I, when I was when Sahadi was in TNA by the we way, K this we, is
2: the first mention we've had of TNA in the podcast so far. So oh, well okay. done. No,
0: never, never. I do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean Sahadi, the the great guy that done all the, the, the video packages. He <laughs> we 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 done a meeting greet in at Wembley when we when we done British book camp British British book camp. And he was like he was like her um minder. Like so, he took us I like, uh, so he took us for the backstage area, took us to the front. Had like a big yellow hat. One was putting people in queues and dragging people away. And I thought, man, why is he not sitting at the computer, and cutting and pasting bits of footage? It's as if he was like, he was like, well, um, you know, when, when you went to trips at school and, and folks, and feathers came with help along. That's what he was like. He was just like a wee helper run a boat. I never actually, I've never actually saw him day and day. Didn't work. He was just always walking about and drinking coffee. <laughs> so Hardy's getting in the neck tonight Poor Sahadi He was a
2: lovely gent When he came on the podcast Right Great Right Cotton Rab's absence Since you've taken the hot tag You're going to have to do the list this week So have you got Top three video packages for us
0: Right So obviously Right So <laughs> It's got to be The gear Of the Hall of Fame Ceremony it may have been 2004 Somebody will confirm it When Bobby Heenan got inducted into the Hall of Fame, right? Mm. And they done a big package of all the induct- inductees. And then right at the end, which it was obviously made by this sweet quote, but every time I watch it, I fucking buckle. I agree. I, I and it's, you know, see the, the Hall of Fame music. yeah, 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 yeah. And then Bobby Heenan goes... I just wish Mansoon was here. Oh, man. You ever saw that? No. I've not seen that, no. Hey, I'll get you, man. It's Honestly, it, folks, What? take this on YouTube. Hall of Fame package. 2004. He right. yeah, just goes, I just wish Monsoon was here. Oh, and, I mean, you're actually, can I fucking well enough a wee bit think about it, man. But that, that's the first one that comes into mind. Right, so that's, um, three. Yeah, that's for you. Number two. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of picked two, right? I kind of, I kind of. So I'm just going to tell you some of we wee bits and bobs at the point. So yeah, you're like, okay.
2: okay. <laughs> so you you're, we're strapping the top three this week, and you're just going to tell us all your
0: favourite ones. Aye, I, I love. Right, that, this is so Cage of Death Four, right? They had uh, a Lincoln Park song, and that see back the day, an indie company um a, a video package, it was fucking unheard of. Yeah, and it was superb, it was like a build-up of CCW that year. And then also, uh, two thousand and three, CCW done a pay per view called Love Again, and I reckon they just got off a Seven Dust song, a Seven Dust Love Again song. People are going to tweet me, tweet me this week and thank me for introducing me to that song. And it, um, it was a great video package. I think sure saw NJ record wrestled Ruckus on the show, and I'm always bringing it up to him. Um, also, I, I suppose he's only like video packages and music, but I mean, I love the 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 the, the my. I love you, my what was this saliva song? That Survivor Series 2002, the Bad Blood music video, uh, Trapped and Headstrong. Um and then obviously the other WrestleMania, I mean I love see that WrestleMania shit, see that. what was it what Was it they always say again? This is our this is our Super Bowl. This is our you know, you know, basketball has the MLB and hockey has the Stanley Cup. This is our Stanley. Ken, all that shit, I love yeah, all that can on it. Start yeah. of WrestleMania's. Um, but number one, just with it, I mean, this is just pathetic, but I mean, it is, there's no point in saying this, but The My Way, The My Way music video was
2: just,
0: yeah. That is just, for that, you, you just need to watch that every WrestleMania to, to get yourself uh, g dot for it. So amazing. Loved the music video. Loved it. Uh, just the way it was done with the rock and stone cold. It gets emotional every time I watch it. And, uh, I it's just something that I probably watch every other week. Do you want to hear what the punters have said then? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll be inspired
2: by some of these because I've got a feeling, Grady, you're going to go, ah, oh, what about that one when you hear it? Right, right okay. Right, here we go. Ian Drew Dice Clay, one of our regular listeners, one big fan of the show, and thank you for that. By the way, he's totally and me. Ian Drew Dice Clay... Gets in touch all the time, gets involved with us. And I said, oh, mate, I'd love to get you on the running. He's totally blanked me. Totally blanked me. Nah,
0: he won't do that. Oh, he's not. like, um he's, uh, I, 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 do you know, I, I'm surprised you even, um, you even thought that he would, man. I, I just, I'm sure guys like him just have guys It's right. like the guy, you know, the guy on, um, I know, I know he's, you know, I know he lives in Dublin, but the boy, um, S O D U T W. You seen that guy on Twitter? Uh yep, yep, yep. These guys are mysterious. They love but, the gimmick.
2: They're like Luchadors. Then they're like wrestling. Mark Luchadors are quite like that. They so, will ne- yeah, you will never. You know what I mean?
0: You'll, you'll never find out this guy's life. They just love the gimmick. twenty four seven.
2: Right, Ian Drew Dice Clay, Please, I'd love mm. love you. You can come on in the mask and just be mysterious. That'd be cool. Anyway, uh, he says, "Over the Edge ninety eight was unreal at the time." David Sahari delivered some masterpieces at the time with his ability to tie in angles and interviews into mini trailers for the pay-per-views. Austin and Undertaker set to Highway to Hell was one of the best ever as well. Do you remember that one?
0: I do, but he's got a point. Because you think about it. Remember Raw every week, before every Raw Smackdown, they would always do a build-up video for the week before. Yes. You know, Did they still do that?
2: No, they don't. They they do a kind of previously on Raw, and they don't have it reset to music or anything like that anymore. Um, he says you just look at the chaos and the two giant acts set to an ACDC track with fire and bombs going off. And you see why WCW wasn't coming back from the WWF was so of its time. That's right. It's because I mean everyone always says it. W doesn't matter if you have got WCWAW whatever WWE just do this stuff the best, don't they? Aye, no, they
0: they. they, they it's like even. Even like the, the the documentaries and stuff like that, they're, they're clearly hiring the best folk production values, whatever. It is second second to run it'd be, it'd be interesting to kind of get a week kind of behind the scenes about how they do the actual music videos and how they sit down and get it. And, and you know, I, I wonder, you know, because I found out I don't know if I should break kayfabe in this, but do you, like I didn't know that the the radio are prepared for stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Do you know. What I'm, do you want to talk? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I I mean, I've worked in radio all my days, so we are prepared, like, for people who pass away, for example, you'll have, I guess, you know, a Deadpool, you know, pretty much. You'll see people, so you've got packages ready for people to go because, you know, they're getting older and they may pass away, so your news team are always ready with these packages so they can get get them on the air. As you know, if the Queen passes away or one of the Royal Members, you're ready to go and there's all behind the scenes, so you'll find out on radio, like, you'll find out, in all the media will find out before anyone else that the Queen has passed away or, uh, you know, Prince Charles has passed away, and you'll find out, and you see, so you're ready to go. Like, you'll find out 10, 15 minutes before everyone else, so you're ready to, to go everything. Is that what you mean?
0: Exactly. I found that very, very interesting. And it's not even um, just royal family. It's no. celebrities as well, isn't it? They're yeah, those, like, yeah, yeah. Sort of, sort of, yeah. I mean, they, they really have people working on... You know, tributes ready to go. Ah,
2: yeah, so we've, got, got, we've got, we've got, I mean, and you know, in, in radio, you've got tributes ready, packages ready to go. I've seen guys uh, getting the old reel to reels out and getting footage off from the reel to reels, like the tapes and st- all that sort of stuff from interviews from like way back in the 80s and things like that.
0: I would reckon what you had, what you've just said is probably going to be the, the. That was really interesting for folk. I'm not joking. I think, I think, shit like that very, very interesting.
2: Well, there you go. You're you're behind the cut. And, and I man. reckon
0: you know the WWE. They'll go. They'll probably they've probably got a Deadpool. Uh, and do
2: you know what? Do you know what? They probably you're probably right, Ray. Though they probably got like like older wrestlers that they think are mm-hmm. ready to go. You're right. And um, Scott Reid from ITV J- I- has
0: been lying there. Jake's been lying. Has has fucking <laughs> been like <lying. laughs> <If it wasn't. laughs> Yep. <laughs> so- his ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Scott Reid, I C W is a man who knows um, something about a video package he watched for I C W well. By
0: the way, yeah, done, wow, I can't believe I'm not even bring. Sorry, mate. Okay, I mean, has he done? He done a great video package for me, Andrew. I'm sure it was Scott. Oh, yeah, he's um, shit hot at that stuff. Yeah,
2: thing. Scott's bro. All all the stuff that I C W do it's all down as well. All the video stuff is pretty much down to Scott. But he he his top three grade, Rock Austin, my way up there. Taker Michaels, WrestleMania 26 running up that hill, the placebo version. Remember that one?
0: You know what? I mean, I, I don't know if I remember that only reason because that was the night you know, we watched it in campus. I watched the with Adam Shame and then yeah. we, the, 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 the night um, you know, they cut the feed off because they I <laughs> to the booze on photo phone cheers about and uh, it. Good uh, good but, um, I mean Go check out then if
2: you've it. not seen it, because there's a few people have been saying that. Triple H Cactus Jack, Rumble two thousand.
0: That's a good one, but do you know what I've just remembered. I can't actually believe it. No, the year's my favourite.
2: Fucking Triple H, beautiful day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Has anybody, has anybody suggested that? No one has suggested that. No one. That was injury.
0: Oh. Oh. Come back
2: injury, wasn't it? Was the it
0: best? The bit, be- aye. It was yeah. you know they, they they done it for like a month and then he come back in the garden. It was a beautiful day, man. Wow, that was incredible.
2: There you go. Um, falcon has been in touch this sean michael's hall of fame induction video package it was pretty sweet so many great memories all came fun back i don't remember you the hall of fame to so you do you remember Shawn michael's one
0: well i was at the hall of fame induction when michael was there. and and, and, listen, and that's right you'll never believe this i'll probably definitely say that i not. But i was there with my mate jordan who watches oh he listens to the show by the way i saw him oh, um, at he goes i can't he goes i can't believe you've never mentioned me Wrestling Daft because he was in the British wrestler with me. He was the guy doing the beach taking videos. Oh, what is he? On... <laughs> He's the guy doing the beach. When He's you like, jump into even... the water, when you, the YouTube
2: video, when you do jump into the water, is that I, Jordan filming well, it? And you've got the car on the beach and all that? Is that him? For yeah, the...
0: That's him. That's him. That's him. So I was at Mania with him and Stuart Morrison, an army, and we went, we, fuck it. we were in Atlanta and we hugged our shots and ties. And we focus with the snooks, man. We 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 bought a steak each at this big fancy place in Atlanta called the the, 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 the Morton Ma- Ma- Steakhouse. We got all dolled up, we go there, half cut, and I remember Sean Michael's came out and uh what was it? I shouted man, I shouted something. I can't remember a shit. It you all went. Did you didn't tell me
2: you're just a sexy boy or something like that, did you? No, oh,
0: it was somewhere. It was somewhere. Yeah, I oh, yourself Sean I'm something, something Scottish right, right, to try right. and pop them, like right, right, and and they were the lie watching back, and Sean Michaels goes, and I don't know if it's anything that, but Sean Michaels went, hey no, hey no, Cat Callie, <laughs> <laughs> I swear he got there was
2: to be, and then, went, the whole of, right. So if we all go back and watch Sean Michaels enters the Hall of Fame, aye he references you this is, this is a new I story i swear we'll
0: to god this. This i would never lie about this I, I i would get jordan to come on and back me up i swear to god right. shouted something like, well you're so big in. and he went hey no cat carly amazing <laughs> right
2: please go in now everybody go on to the <laughs> network and look up the hall of fame uh to see if you can see Gredo. That is amazing, chat. If it was live.
0: It will definitely be out there if it was pre. If it was pre-recorded, it will probably cut out. But if it was live, hundred million percent. Swear right. my musket, right. Check that out. Uh, Sean says Austin
2: versus Rock WrestleMania seventeen. Cena versus Punk at Money in the Bank, and Taker versus Michaels at WrestleMania twenty six. Oh, here we go. This was always was good to the up, Chris. As shite as Creed are, I have to admit, watching the Steve Austin Desire package set to
0: my sacrifice brought a tear to my eye. Oh, definitely. And do you know who, that was Lionheart's, Lionheart's favourite song as well. He fucking loved that video, I know. Did they, sure.
2: did they not make, when Lionheart passed, did they not do a tribute with him with to my sacrifice? I'm sure they
0: did. I'm sure they played at his funeral as well.
2: Yeah, oh man. Oh man, oh that brings back I minutes. Mean. Fraser agrees with the, the Steve Austin one. Ian says you'll never beat WrestleMania, WrestleMania 19's intro video. Absolutely goosebumps. Check that roster, legend yep. for legend. WrestleMania is the granddaddy of them all. That I w- watched this. Ian put this up, and I watched it. It is amazing. If you've not seen it, it's got all the wrestlers kind of talking. It. It's just amazing. It, yeah, go and check that one out if you can.
0: Um, I I didn't remember that one. I didn't remember that one.
2: Ryan says, Triple H versus HBK Armageddon 2002. My go-to promo oh, wow. for a voice note in the group chat. Superb. Remember oh, that? I need
0: to see that. I need, this is Brett. This 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 I need to go and check these.
2: Yeah. Uh, Brett says, number one, Highway to Hell promo, Austin Undertaker, SummerSlam 98. Had that one already. Austin versus Rock, obviously, X7. And Austin versus Kane versus Undertaker from Breakdown 1998.
0: Shit, man, these must be really good The folk can, can call that
3: back. Fucking hell, no, they must have been
2: good. Great, to will write these down because you've got a lot of viewing to do on uh-huh. YouTube. Uh, uh-huh. one, one for Rab, unfortunately he's at the side of the ring waiting for the tag to come back in. Uh, Kev says either the original Mr. Perfect vignettes where he was playing different scores or the second coming of Y2J in 2007. Was that the 2007 when he, was that when he did the kind of big build? And it was all the kind of creepy stuff, and then he came in in the middle of the ring and didn't say anything. Was that two thousand seven Y two G? No,
0: I think no. two thousand seven one was the code. Remember, he had the old code stuff, and yes. he beat up somebody backstage, which I think spoiled the actual return. Yeah, we, yeah. and I'm sure he had his Gordon Ramsay haircut and stuff like that. That's I'm right. Sure it was that one? The save <laughs> us. It was save us. Yes, that's right. Save that's us point right. two two or some
2: shit. Uh, uh, and finally, uh, you like this name, Mister Fifty Five? Says uh, the Evan <laughs> Evanescence, "Bring Me to Life." Undertaker, three doors down here without you, uh, and Eddie Guerrero. Oh, sorry, here without you, Eddie Guerrero and
0: the Evanescence. One, bring me life to Undertaker. Uh, so there you go. Oh Jesus! If we're going to be talking, come on. Without a doubt, I mean, I ain't changed my three, two, one because I just oh, remembered. Right, here we go. Eddie Guerrero hot video packages. Oh you know, God! it be the best thing ever. Oh god, that that
2: that would bring the house down. Someone also put a shit out up uh, there. I'll just check. I think it was Ab Absham on Twitter, said the Dusty Road bit morose, but the Dusty Roads
0: um tribute package that they put out. I didn't like the song to it. What was it? What was it? I didn't I didn't like it. I've got it saved on my my phone, but I didn't actually like it. Never did I. Hold on, in the library. I didn't like it, mate. Hold on. I've seen
2: after after he passed was amazing. Him wishing everyone happy trails at the end of the video really hit you in the feels. I can't remember what sort of, right right. What song was it? You might have to find this out before. Uh, I've, I've this. Should have it here. Uh, raging fire. No, that raging was what it was called. Fire. So
0: there you go, raging, raging fire. I can't remember what the name of the band was called but it was raging fire there was loads of drums and all that wasn't good? well
2: there you go Gredo. lots of uh, stuff that you maybe haven't seen before you can go and check that out uh, but
0: now listen you've got to get out the ring and tag Rab back in alright well do you know what fans and peoples Well, listen to this it's been a rough old eight weeks You know, pal Gredo has been filming two down he's been doing the radio it's hard to been, to get I mean you know, I'm sitting here doing this with my phone I'm sitting here reading a bio I've been delivered out of my bin I have had Korean fried chicken. Lovely. I've had, I've had Mexican. I've had topple of bambles. Nice. I've had. I uh, What else have I had? I've had Italians. I've had focaccia bread. I've had cheese balls. Is this all on um, the BBC bill, by the way? Is this all getting charged to the BBC? No. As it, as a neck as a neck. Aye aye aye. Co- no no. License
2: no. fears going by everyone.
0: Great, oh, <laughs> Sweet to God, it's no. Look, I've wasted so much. I've wasted so much money this run because I get I get in for fa- filming at night, and there's like, obviously, there's Love Island to watch, which is superb. Oh, good, Loving good. that. Yeah, it's kicking off now. Blood's been spilled. That's what I love to hear. Oh, has um, it? Oh, we're talking about getting, Love. It, are talking about?
2: We're talking about Love Island. You missed that chat as well, Grady. We're talking right. about that. It was a comparison of Hugo and Toby to Roman Reigns and John Cena um, on Monday night. So, <laughs> so, so there you go. But listen, you've had a, good, a rough time, but we're going to be back to normal service next week on Wrestling Daft. So, but right now, you get yourself out of this ring and tag back. And- right. Right.
3: Okay.
0: Tag. Bye. <laughs>
3: And it's me, Rab Florence, tagging
1: back in for the part of the show where we jump in a pretend car and tell a wrestling daft road story. We wrestlers on the way back for a show trying to pop each other using your stories. You send them in and we read them out pretend that it's your story. It's a very complex thing. Hard to get your head Um But it's the key thing to remember here is it's no your story, so don't cancel us. There's nothing to do with us. We're just reading them out But let's get into the fiction of the world We're getting in the car John, you are with me in the car this week I am am indeed, yeah Let's start it, will we? Let's get this car on the road, brother So, yeah, um, good show tonight, wasn't it? That was a good match, mate I've not seen you use that move before Is that your new finisher? What is that called? It's called the John Bomb The John Bomb? It's called the John Bomb Do you like it? What about uh, the
2: Johnny Bag? Oh, the Johnny Bag, that's a better name for it, can I use that?
1: Uh, you can take that mate, you can <sighs> take that.
2: So are we going to get some food or what, what's happening now? You just going to drop <laughs> me off?
1: Uh, aye, I've kind of got uh, people to see, I've got a couple up with my pals so I'll just drop you off right? your more birthday
2: then. tomorrow eh? you're turning 44 tomorrow. 44 tomorrow, i ah, yeah.
1: coming towards the end of my career mate to be honest. You know. Matchman went far, mate.
2: Look at Hogan. Look at Hogan. Anyway, I mean, you've got plenty of years left in the tank. Rather. Nah, I don't
1: think so. I don't. I don't feel like it, mate.
2: To be ah, honest. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you a wee story. While we're, you know, we're, we're working our way, maybe stop and get a wee birthday card for you on the way and be
1: back. Why not?
2: Uh, so back in my my days working at Citylink, every year members would go to Blackpool for a day trip. What, what do the donkeys get at Blackpool for their lunch Rab what do the donkeys get at
1: Blackpool for their lunch ha- um, they get I don't know like a a poke of chips but the chips have been emptied out. but a guy does a shite into the poke and then the guy makes the donkeys eat the shite out of the poke
2: ha- half an hour like everyone else um, anyway oh. <laughs> see what I did there uh, anyway we'd travel down our private bus we wouldn't take a like one but we'd spend time at the pleasure beach hey, you know, hey Shitty Link,
1: Camille like (laughs)
2: Shitty Link, that's what what we used to call it, that's what we used to call it. Mm -hmm. But then we'd uh, go to the Pleasure Beach, you have to do that when you're in Blackpool, then the pub's for drinks, then the long journey back up the road home. One year on the way back home late at night, I felt the urge to empty my bladder, so we were nowhere near the first service station, you know, like T-Bay or Southway or anything like that, so I asked the drivers if it would be possible to pull over so I could quickly relieve myself so after a lot of begging the driver pulled over to the side of the road so I could quickly jump out when I got out though the thought of me having a wee in front of all my drunk co-workers made me quite shy mm. but I spied a tree at the side of the road that I could nip behind starting my way, my way towards it but suddenly I caught my leg on you the watch scene.
1: out for squirrels with the acorns you've got in your trousers mate I <laughs> see, see what you did there I see what mm. you
2: did there. so anyway I, I caught my legs on some disposed wire and at hurt I, I tell you what, it hurt. It hurt. So I started slowing, you know, with small steps, just, you know, so it, it wouldn't happen again. Just don't. couldn't see under my feet, so wee small steps so I could make it to the tree for my pee. Then suddenly I put my left foot down. Rab. There was no ground. What? No ground. I fell sideways falling into the darkness and landed in freezing cold water. Couldn't believe it. The shock of the cold made me jump up and turn to face the bus, but all I could see was darkness and heard a distant voice shouting, HA HA! Jim's fell down a ditch! I'd fallen six feet.
1: Your name's John?
2: Sorry, John. Um, Your name's
1: John? Why would they shout Jim? Do your pals call you Jim?
2: That's what City Link is. you all got nicknames there. Oh, it's that City Link banter oh it's like, still City Link yeah. Ah, yeah. so it was like they called me Jim when my name was John like they would call you um, Richard even though your name's Rab you know, that was the banter ah, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. anyway I'd fallen six foot into what seemed like the smelliest dirtiest water imaginable dug my fingers into the muck and tried to clamber my way out you know like a zombie pulling himself out the grave I stood at the top of the ditch my complete left side covered in muck in the smelly hideous water oh. you ever smelt water in a field you know that kind of icky like lying puddle smell
1: this guy would never have survived in the trenches in World War One. you know the young boys get sent in World War One to fight in the trenches and this guy's like oh have you ever smelt the water in a field before fucking <laughs> smelt the water in a the field these boys were face down in the water in a field anyway that probably- did sorry John
2: Listen, sorry, Jim. Carry Jim sorry, Jim. Now you stand next to the bus with everyone looking and laughing, still needing to pee. The smell was unbearable. I had oh, to borrow oh, clothes oh, from, like <laughs> from the only guy that had spares. Was the
1: smell bad? aye The smell bad? Was it like the fucking German machine guns? Sorry, Jim. Sorry, Jim. Carry one. I'm sorry.
2: I had to borrow clothes from the only guy that had spares, and everything was always two sizes too small. <gasps> Absolute nightmare. Anyway. We stopped at the next service station, it might have been TAB, it might have been South I don't know, um, for a bath in the toilet sinks, and for the rest of the journey home, no one sat next to me, or around me. And that is what happened on my trip to Blackpool, with CityLink, where I got drunk, I need to pee, and I fell down a ditch, and into smelly water, the end. Do you enjoy that? We need to get back to the sex stories, Rab. We need to get back to the sex stories. Sex sells. All the good ones have been about
1: sex. A young man sent away from his mother to fight in a fucking meaningless war. You know what I mean? Cut to ribbons. Face down in a puddle. Did Bodies, thick with bodies. Bodies piled on top of bodies. This guy's like, I was a bit smelly on the bus. Fucking come on now. You bring National Service back for these guys. <laughs> um, well, thanks
2: very much to, to Jim Gray who sent in that story. But listen, it's a good wee story and I really appreciate like, Jim going out his way. That's a
1: coincidence, like- isn't it, by the way, that that guy's name is Jim Gray. Mm. And that, that was a nickname that the City Link people. <laughs> a, it's an
2: amazing coincidence. But. Listen, it was really well written, Jim. I really appreciate it and really appreciate it listening. To it. But, Rab, come on now. We've got people say, saying, saying their stories of them falling ditches into water. We Who's Tom to... telling the
1: story? Is it next week, Gredos? I've got I've got a couple of good ones. I've got a couple of good
2: ones. Some, uh, some great ones uh, have come in. Uh, but, well, come on. Right, listen, while Gredos... Get back the sex. While
1: Gredos know here, Somebody sending in, like, a really, really awful one for Gredos to read. Like yeah. really somebody yes. send in the most vile, debauched road story in the world for Gredo yes. today. Right. Brilliant. Right. And and you know, he won't listen to this podcast anyway, so he won't know. It'll be our secret, right? So that's what's great about doing a tag team episode is we can we can go into business for ourselves here. Yeah. Somebody send in something really bad. ideal if it's true, it should be true. Yes. But send it and this is the time to open up because Gredo's going to read it, right? Um, perfect, John, but that was well read. I, I enjoyed you reading that as well. It was well written. Well done, Jim, and well done, John. Well done, everybody. I think everybody should be really proud of themselves tonight for what they've done. Uh, I have to say, I'll be looking forward to being in the ring way grado next week, uh, you know, getting back to normal. But uh, that's it for another episode of Wrestling NAFT.
2: That is. Oh, but uh, can I get the, the contact details out? If you want to send a Wrestling Daft road story, please do that email wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Uh, also, you can get us on the Twitter at Wrestling Daft. You can DM us on there. Or uh, on the Facebook
1: page, get all your Wrestling Daft road stories in there, please. And listen, you need to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. You ca- I can't express enough how important that is for these reviews these are ve- and all you need today is like tap a wee star. That's it. And it's as simple as that. There's not much you need today. If you want to write some blurb as well, it's also great. Write something about how, how good producer John is at telling stories about guys falling puddles and stuff. Get that in there. There's Five stars,
2: s- Rob. Five star review. We're on name, um,
1: but it's important that you do that and it costs you nothing to give a good review and it's good for the algorithms and all that kind of stuff. I, 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 and mind, if you're wanting content, extra content, the video versions of the show where you can see our faces, I prefer to watch it, the video versions, to be honest, because, uh, you know, you can tell by looking at us when we're kind of thinking fucking shut up, about each other. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like sometimes I'll be talking and I'll look at Grado's face and I'll see Grado's thinking fucking risk You know what I mean? And it's good to see, it's good to, it's it was fun to watch that. Um so get us patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and sign up. and join the gang. Check out our merch, shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Um, people are still buying the merch. I've been seeing photos getting sent to us. it's good to see that uh, you know a, a shirt or two is moving back out the door. Um and thanks so much for listening. I'm looking forward to me and Grado will be together in the ring next week, um, doing the doing the business. John it's been a pleasure thanks for covering yeah. mate, for Grado the past couple of weeks it's been a pleasure mate it's been it's a been pleasure
2: a, been a, we've actually spoke about wrestling now but it's been absolutely
1: amazing it's know, been nice, you know,
2: isn't it it's been quite nice to speak about wrestling for us but oh, listen we, we miss we, the banter we miss the, the banner between the hot you know you got it doesn't work when it's anvil I mean I, that's a, probably a bad example. I'm trying to think of a tag team that went separate ways and they didn't do very well as solo stars. The way I like days. the way
1: I like to see it, John, is it's like the Tony without the can. And it, right, aye, that's it. That's like it's going to be the two can. together. It's got There's only there's only one Tony can. One Tony can. There's Definitely. only one the Tony. Definitely can. for you. Up the road now. Up go up and have road. a happy
3: birthday.